Hello, and welcome to the London Day Game podcast. This is season two, episode episode six, I think. Uh, there's been the quick podcasts that have been coming out, but they haven't been proper London Day Game podcasts. So we're back today in Warsaw, and we are here with Charlie Bright and Mr. H. And Mr. H. So I've been coaching Mr. H for a, a couple of days here, and uh, Charlie Bright's been on a trip. What day did you get here? Uh, so I got here on the Saturday night. Nice one. So that's what it's uh, it's, it's Saturday, Saturday eighth, April ninth day. I would say. Yeah, yeah. I think, and so it's. Uh, I came on a week before on Thursday, so this is my last night here. Yeah. I've been here for ten days, and uh, Mr. H, how long have you been here? Before? I came here uh, Thursday. Thursday. Okay. So I'm right in saying that this is your first time in Warsaw, guys. Yes. Like. Not, yes. Yep. But, but like, just forever. Like, you're not even for tourism or something. When you are, uh, no. you're pre-game days. No. No. Well, let's be honest. I think a lot of these places that you uh, you go to for day game, you wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't just randomly go to on a uh, little holiday so uh, that's true that's true I think if you came to these places for tourism how many days of like actual enjoyment would you get from it well I mean so I find this is the problem that uh, so I've been on maybe I think this is my fourth jaunt but I find that I go home and then people will say to me oh um uh, so what did you actually do when you were in uh, Riga or in Poland and all I've done is stuck to free streets for the whole holiday and I've not seen any tourist attractions. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's the best thing about going somewhere for more than one time because uh, when other people say to you, what did you do there? You can say, oh, you know, I just treat it like a second home. It's relaxing for me. I've done everything before. They never ask anything. Yeah, yeah smart one. But yeah. more importantly than that, what are we drinking, Charlie? Uh, so we're drinking, to be honest, I've no idea what this is, but it's some IPA. Yeah, this is the house IPA at uh, Kamilnik Art Pub on Kamilnik Street. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, have, see, let's uh, hear how it sounds. Oh, that's quite nice, isn't it? Let's see, hear how it tastes. It tastes better, mate. Yeah. So. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Mate, it's quite easy to get really pissed in Warsaw every single day. Like, last week on uh, Saturday, we went out to, um, well, we were at the Kufley and Caps, Capsley craft beer place on uh, yeah. on Novishvier. And then we went over to one of the places in the Pavilloni courtyard. And then we went to this place called Rakita. So, it, <laughs> Mate, I was that drunk, I can't even remember any of the names, to be honest. But, uh, so, uh, this is this place which is uh, just sort of south of... Um, you, you go across the street, you go past this, people will say it's by the palm tree. So you go across the street, go past the palm tree, and it's this enormous, I think it's like ex-KGB secret police building or something. Okay. And they have all these uh, bars inside, like out, outdoor DJs. So if you're a real pisshead, then uh, it's quite good fun. Yeah, it's good fun. That was good. Yeah. So, Mr. H, what's your opinion of, uh, of Warsaw after being here for, uh, for a few days? Yeah, it's definitely a good uh, destination for practicing uh, day game. Um, enough practice materials, um, girls react relatively. <laughs> you get the chance to have uh, longer sets, um, lesser blowouts than uh, Western European countries. Mm. Um, so I definitely recommend for day gamers. Yeah. Do, you uh, want, do you want to say where you do your day game normally or not? You could say the country if you like. Yeah, Western Germany. Oh, okay, okay, cool. So then, how are the girls different like here compared to Western Germany? I would say the girls um, 
basically react positively for compliments. Um, they are more uh, fun of this thing of getting uh, complimented about their physique. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's also uh, somewhat true that uh, one would say Eastern European uh, girls uh, are more uh, positive about. Uh, their femininity and when uh, you compliment it about their physique, so they like it. I think so. We've only been doing day game on like in Warsaw, you've got the typical, the typical uh, what do you call it, day game route. You've yeah. got uh, Zotti Tarasi, or as Mr. White would call it, Slutty Harassi. You've got the Palace of Culture, a bit outside, and then there's uh, Marshakovska Street, the main shopping street, that's like the Octon Street. Uh, then there's Kamilna. And then there's Novishviet, but I didn't. And then if you go all the way to the end of Novishviet, you've got the university, and uh, that was the thing this time was that there was uh, university in session, because I've been here quite a few times when the universities weren't in. But did you guys do many sets on uh, on Novi? No, I would say. Um, how, how, for you, where was the best place? Um, so I would say that like I'd say Novi's really good for gutter game. So like when we've been uh, like having beers in the evening and we've been fishing, yeah, I'd say that's perfect for for gut game. What, what would you um, say is the best place to fish though? The best place to fish is a hard one. I did quite like um, the, is it hop, hop? I swear all the pubs here begin with hop. Oh um, yeah, yeah. You got Hopito. Hopito is on. Uh, no, Hopito though is the one that's on Camilna. Yeah, so I, I did oh, okay. quite enjoy that actually. I thought yeah. that was uh, it's quite a wide street. I think it's good volume, okay. but not uh, too much. And I would say actually yeah. that uh, there's a lot more solo girls on that street. That's exactly what I said. Like uh, before I came, or when I turned up, Mr. White was saying how uh, he he likes to fish outside of Carver on Novishvili. Yeah. But I, my issue with Carver is that you're like right there. You know, I, I think it kind of it's kind of weird if you're fishing and you're just sitting there with the girls walking right in front of you. It's a bit obvious. Whereas what I like about Hopito is that you sit a bit further back from the from the street and uh, you know you can still get IOIs and everything they still see you but like what you said about solo girls it seems to be more true I think there's more solo girls um, I think uh, like on Nobby there's um, like high volume of girls mm, yeah but it's more group sets so mm. like for instance I, I, I actually quite like doing like two sets of group sets yeah so for me that's not too bad but mm. I think uh, the majority of guys you know and generally you want to get that lone sort of solo set, I would say. Uh, yeah, Hopito is much better for that. But your, your your two sets and your group sets always look really good. So what's your secret? What's your secret sauce, Charlie Bright? <laughs> I don't. I, to be honest, I think it's more. Um, I think it's more. Uh, it it uh, links up my personality type. Okay. So I think I'm quite jokey, uh, yeah. generally. <laughs> so um, I think when you go into like a two two set or a group set, you need to be higher energy, okay. uh, jokey. Uh, okay. Like teasing, yeah. But then you could always say the the sort of other side of the coin is that do you get a lot of leads from two sets? Mm, I don't know. It's I would say it's better to have a, a good solo set than it is to have like a two or group set. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I only really do uh, I only really do two sets if I get an IOI, or, yeah. or if I see something about the one of them which is like really really um, approachable. Yeah. Yeah, but I would, but I'd also say that um, it depends because two in group sets you can uh, they can if you do it well it can go extremely well because you come across very confident mm, running yeah. into two sets of group sets because not many guys do it um, and often 
So like, what I often would do is, uh, if there's a girl that I like the look of, mm -hmm. I'll go do the typical like London London day game model and go direct with like the one I like. Yeah. But obviously, you can have the friend who could be a cock block or whatever. But if there's two say that you you like, like like the look of, yeah. Then I actually go in and I'll tell the both of them that I think they look really good mm -hmm. and quite often actually it can work in your favour and they almost play against each other to then huh. buy for your attention so okay oh, yeah, fair. normally what I would do with mine is I, I go in I stop both of them and I turn to the friend and say to her hey I just wanted to be a bit cheeky and tell you that uh, tell your friend that she looks really something yeah that's what I, that's what yeah. I do yeah but I so I'm I'm directing a compliment to the one I like via the one the friend yeah. Like to keep her engaged and, and, and then I just run the set on both of them. So finding out where they're both from, how they know each other, those things, keeping it short and then either just taking the number of the, or the Instagram of the one I like or getting both of their Instagrams or numbers okay. and then only messaging the one I like. Because what will happen, yeah. I think, the next day is that the girls will talk and they'll be like, oh, did that guy send you a message? And one of them will say yes and the other will say no. And then they'll say, well, fair enough because... His whole thing was he came over to talk to you. Yeah. yeah. Well, quite often I've had it that I've gone into two or group sets and I'll go straight direct to say one of them. Yeah. But then it might just be that they have a boyfriend. Mm. And then you've blown yourself out of that set because then it's very hard to then say, go to the other one and then try and get her number. <laughs> so actually I'll find if you go in and try and juggle the pair of them, you can then work out which one is oh, more which receptive, one which one likes you, and then try and close that one. But what do you do in the situation where you've got a weapon and a grenade? Oof. And the grenade likes you, but the weapon is uh, misfiring. Oh, well, I'll go for the grenade. <laughs> okay, fair. Pull on the grenade. Uh, you did some two sets today, Mr. H, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, how were they? Yeah, it was uh, basically uh, not the best settings uh, for, for conversion. Um, yeah. Okay. For two sets, uh, you also corrected me to uh, engage a bit uh, the, the second uh, girl, mm -hmm. yeah. not yeah. Uh, ignore her uh, totally. Yeah, don't don't tell her to piss off. <laughs> don't say, <laughs> go yeah. away, you slag. I want to talk to your friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of, you can go to thomascrownpua.com for information on coaching. So, it's the it's, there you go. So, uh, well, do you know what? Let's talk about that just for two minutes. So, Mr. H, what would you say would be, say, like the let's pick like the three most important things that you learned from the coaching this week? I learned. Um, or the main, the main, sorry, no, the main like sticking points, the things to work on. I have to work on my stopping, having strong stopping, mm -hmm. first 30 to one minute, 30 seconds to one minute. Mm -hmm. um, this is the first priority. Mm -hmm. um, my second priority is also uh, to uh, have good body language, mm -hmm. um, move a bit, not stay uh, uh, in a fixed uh, posture. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, yeah, I have to work more on my associations, on uh, yeah. coming up with some teases, some um, um, yeah, specific uh, things I uh, notice on uh, on the girl. Mm, yeah, so. I think I think that third one's really important. Is that I think uh, the best students are the ones who really go home and do their homework. So, like if you're if these things don't come naturally to you, then you do li literally need to go home and be like, right, all right. If you're in Warsaw, you're going to meet girls from Poland, Belarus, Ukraine. and Ukraine. Those are the main three. You might meet some Russians, but if you're coming here, then you need to know. All right. 
how am I going to tease girls from these countries? Uh, and further things along the lines of like, uh, if certain teases don't come to mind, like observational teases, then I always tell guys to do a colour association. So like, if she wears uh, grey, she'd be like a koala. If yeah. she wears brown, she's a teddy bear. But then to come up with a bit more than that for little for uh, different situations and. Um, by doing this exercise, hopefully it will make someone more creative because they'll have a lot more, they'll just practice like coming up with stuff to say. Yeah, I think um, I think always when you're like, first starting off, you should have like backup stuff that you can say. Mm, yeah. Because like, someone like me, I'm really bad at improvising. Okay. So I always need something in my back pocket that I can then like revert back to because I find mm. otherwise my brain will just go dead. Mm -hmm. So I think having, like, like I said, if you like get certain teasers that you can have in your back pocket, yep. and I think after over time, once you then, like you do those teasers like quite often, it becomes yep. second nature. Yep. You become more present, and then you can actually tease more naturally anyway. Yep. Yep. I think a lot of the time that people struggle to stack and struggle to like the tease, mm -hmm. it's just not knowing what to say. Mm -hmm. So if you actually know what to say, you become more present. So yep. and I'd then, say having back pocket stuff is. Quite important, important, I would say. Yeah, yeah. and then once you become to saying certain things and teasing, challenging and bantering and stuff, then you can, like, once you know the words to say, like Charlie was saying, then you can really get to terms with the tonality and the delivery. Because which I would say is one of the most important things, actually. Oh, it's it's way more important than the, than the actual what words. You, what you say, yeah. Yeah. So, we talked a bit too much about game there. We talked some more nonsense. Okay. It's the podcast for nonsense. So, uh, right, what's the best burger in Warsaw? Uh, was it that good? Oh mate, it was. Uh, mate, I was strumming myself while I was having it. Um, Wipe yourself off. I would say. Speaking uh, of, speaking of uh, not strumming oneself, what happened to us in the in the pub just uh, a few hours ago? What did you have in your pocket? <laughs> so we're sitting. I, I do you know what? Maybe it's better if I if you do the punchline of this. Go on. Uh, so uh, I came over. Uh, there was uh, Mr H. There was uh, another student. Another Miss H. Uh, Mr. White and uh, Mr. Bright over here. Yeah. And uh, actually, no, no. You, Mr. H, you were not there yet. It was the other Mr. H. Other, There's other too many other, H's other going Mr. on here. There's too many H's. Where is the H? Uh, so I came and sat down, and then uh, Mr. Bright said, "Oh, what's this? Oh, I forgot. I put that in my pocket." So what was it? No, well, it's a bit. It's a bit embarrassing. Um, oh, so uh, balance it was. Huh? It was no, no, hilarious. No, it made me laugh so much. Yeah, yeah, but it's embarrassing. So, um, so this is my uh, fourth jaunt, and like just luck, probably like you know, certain elements of my game as well. But I've had uh, every jaunt I've gone on, I've had just really near misses, mm. and I've never got the bang. Mm. And this jaunt, uh, I had a date. Uh, I think I was a bit drunk uh, outside a burger bar. Approached her. She must have been like a five or five point five. I don't. I think you're being way too harsh on yourself. I don't think I am. I don't think I am. I think you're being but, too harsh on yourself. Um, you know, like a bit chubby. I'm quite skinny anyway, so you know that's never <laughs> a good mixture. Um, approached her, and then out of all the leads I had, most of them were dropping off, and she wanted to go on a date. I was tempted to not do it, and uh, like Tom said to me, he said, uh, just "Fucking, just fucking do it." So well, I, I wasn't there. No, beforehand when I was texting, you said, uh, like, "Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that was it. That was um, it." Char Charlie was like, because she had messaged you to say, "Like, well, I'm free tomorrow." Yeah, she basically she, she actually gave, like rather than me saying like, "Oh, 8 p.m. here at this yeah. time," she like date requested me. Yeah, and I, I was saying to you, you might what you might as well do is agree a date with her, and yeah. then if she uh, and then you can always just reschedule her yeah. or flake on her, you know, if something else that you want comes yeah, along. Yeah, that's it. So like, obviously we'd all been at the pub before. 
and I knew like so when was this this is fucking I'm losing track of my days. This was last night. Yeah, it's all a bit like uh, last night the vortex um, where events go in. But obviously like yeah. you there was you, uh, Mr. H, other and Mr. H, yeah. uh, Krauser, Roy Walker, yep. Mr. White, everyone's yep. in the pub. Yep. And obviously I like, I wasn't really excited for this day because she was a bit bit ugly to be honest. <laughs> but I thought I have to get this Euro jaunt monkey off my back. <laughs> so I went on the day but as of the whole time I was doing the date, all I was thinking was, I just want to get this fucking done, and I just want to go go for a beer, beers, beers with, like beers with the lads sort of thing. Um, uh -huh. So yeah, so obviously did it, got the job done. I think uh, I actually look, I, yeah, I actually looked at the time earlier. I did it in uh, two hours from meeting her to getting her back and coming back. And two hours joining you guys. Yeah, that's a bit long. I think. I know. Well, I'm a 30 second ah, man. But, so, uh, <laughs> with Charlie, quite 30 yeah. seconds is all you oh, need. Well, mate, that's, Not uh, that I would know. That's, that, that's my that's my record. Yeah. Um, um, but then again, you did try to take her back quicker than it happened because she was up for it, but she wanted to take you to some shop. Oh, she wanted to take me to some like student I reckon, shop bar. I reckon or... that she only did that for the sake of like at least we had a little bit more time. Together. Yeah, like we bounced maybe somewhere she tried else. To, and... Maybe she tried to get herself a little bit, a little bit tipsy, right like just so she could um... <laughs> see me naked. She probably needed another shot, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, your um, your mere presence is intoxicating, Mister. That's so. it. That's it. Um, so yeah, but then then after I did the deed, and then I met Tom today. But I forgot that. Uh, so the next morning, like there was the Johnny on the floor, and. Uh, I ended up picking it up and I had like uh, one of my airport bags, like uh, you know they put the 100 milliliter liquids in. Yeah. So I put the Johnny in that and I put it in my pocket. Thinking, but why did you put it in your pocket? Because so like uh, the bins of uh, bins of my flat yeah. uh, don't have like plastic bags in it. Right. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll just put that in a bin outside at some point. And I was sitting having a beer with Tom earlier and suddenly I just put my hand in my pocket because he, he wanted some paracetamol. Oh, they worked perfectly, by the way. Good, good. Yeah, turns out painkillers and alcohol, they, they work uh, well yeah, together. It's a good mixture. Yeah. And then obviously I've gone to get the paracetamol. Disclaimer, no it's not. <laughs> I basically just whipped out the, uh, the bag with the Johnny in it. But the way you got it out was just like, what's this? <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> I think you were just bragging. I did it purposely to prove that I'd, <laughs> to prove that I'd banged a chubby 5.5. Mr. H, do you know what a posh wank is? What? Do, do you know what a posh wank is? No. So that's when you have a wank <laughs> into a condom. Ah, yeah. Uh, wank is a... Uh, Masturbation? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You jerk off in a, in a condom. It's called a posh wank. Okay. There you go. So yeah. you learned something new. Yeah. This is what the coaching was really all about. Yeah. yeah. Learning English slang. Yesterday, sugar. Today... Oh yeah, so, Shagger. A big Shagger. Shagger. Big Shagger. No, your, your other student is uh, so so one of Tom's students. Um, uh, it's his first ever Euro John, and he got so he got a lay on the fourth night, I think it was. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I so think, uh, it's uh, so now his uh, his nickname's uh, Big Big Shagger. Big Shagger. The Warsaw Shagger. Um, he was uh, like he was saying the lay came from uh, it was like a, a quite a large quite a big IOI. So it just gives you a good, um, like another reason why it's really important to like keep an eye out, keep looking at what people are yeah. looking at. And I'd say, yeah. I'd say there's something that, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be doing this for about two, two and a half years. Mm. But um, I would say generally in London, I wouldn't say that I'm, uh, I'd say I'm, you know, reasonable SMV guy. Um, but I would say I wouldn't generate massive IOIs in London. But weirdly, I noticed here that we generate a lot of IOIs. And I think I've sort of noticed the importance of act, acting. I know that's sort of a, everyone's, you know, you should say that you should always do that. But I do think, you know, acting on an IOI is so important here. Yeah, yeah. 
So we were, we were just talking inside about the kind of IOIs because, or Mr. Well, earlier in the week, Mr. White and I were talking about how girls here seem to be very. Uh, it's like you know when you go to the urinal and you have your eyes straight forward. You're not looking. A lot of girls are like that here. They they actually they won't do, give um, up the IOIs. Well you, well, you notice what they do as well is they do slow eyes. Yeah, this is what we're talking about too. Yeah, yeah. So they do. Uh, so they might be looking straight ahead, and at the very last second, they will give you a little quick glance. Yeah. And, and that's that's a really strong signal as well because it's almost like they they try not to try not to try not to and then oh, they sort of <laughs> yeah, can't, can't resist it's almost glance. yeah it's almost if you're, if you're, you know if you're you've got your eyes on the street you're paying attention mm. you catch that then it can work in your favour mm. quite well yeah. yeah those sets can really open up and you wouldn't yeah. have expected them to yeah so like as an example I had a girl uh, I think it was uh, midway through the trip drawn I had a girl who gave me a, a sly away. <laughs> Saw it, acted on it, managed to bounce her back to mine. Uh, didn't get the lay, unfortunately, but I would say it's probably the definition of a near miss. It was as close as it could yeah, be. Yeah, so based uh, on based on what Mr. Bright has told us, it is a truly, truly near miss. Like, like literal inches, mate. Inches, not. And, and I know that the uh, so the, like the Twitter uh, consensus is you need two thrusts to be able to get your plus one. And I, w I would say I was. Pretty fucking close, but um, yeah, no. Unfortunately, unfortunately, no dice. No, no. Um, let me just check out what we've been going for here. We're on uh, da, 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 da. 21 minutes. Right. We never actually said what the best burger is. Because oh, yeah, I wanted nice. to find out why you had a jo um, Johnny. I never say Johnny. I find out why you had a That's condom, a used condom in a bag in your pocket. I told you. I Do told you know you. what? Um, uh, oh fuck. This might be a bit. Um, no, do you know what? Okay, I'll just tell the story because, you know, if that person is listening and understands who I am, they'll know who I am already. So in my old job, um, my boss got a, uh, uh, what's it called, when they, they cut off the foreskin? Circumcision. Circumcision. Adult circumcision. And he's a bit of a lad. Jack the lad kind of guy. Right. And uh, after the circumcision, they say to you, like, do you want to keep the foreskin? And why? Oh, you know, after you know, what, when we like give a fucking token, fucking trophy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, they do. You know, like once you give birth, a lot of people keep the placenta. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of it, but that's weird, isn't it? Well, but, well, anyway, yeah. yeah, it's true. So, so, <laughs> so apparently he was at the pub and he was smashed, and so what he had this done, and he forgot that it was in his pocket. Yeah. And then he just goes, "Oh, what's this in his pocket?" Pulls it out and shows it to everyone. <laughs> That'd be quite funny in a pub. You could you could do that as a laugh. Oh, by the way, this is my foreskin. This, <laughs> this is my party trick. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell! Oh yeah, so the best burger because you got options, right? There's hop there's hoppiness, there's hoppito, there's barn burger, yeah. There's carver, which was looked pretty mid in my opinion, uh, and there's probably other stuff, but I have no idea. I would say uh, I, c I actually can't remember the name, so unfortunately I can't. Uh, ah, okay. Like tell you that, but uh, the burger that I went for when I weirdly the the 5.5 girl that uh, wow. I took back was outside the burger joint. Well, I still Maybe that says something because she was quite chubby. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I still uh, think of being harsh on yourself. But there you go. Maybe if you yeah, want to get yeah. laid in Warsaw. Step one, burger. Yeah, I'll, step I'll, two, question one. What, what, what I'll do is I'll, uh, I'll find out what the burger joint was. I think and, and if anyone listening to this podcast I'm, likes chubby girls, they can hang outside and they can uh, they can I'm, pick off the, uh, the I'm, chubby girls. I'm really, I'm 99% certain it is barn burger. I think I, I think, think that's when I think that's when you uh, you guys went 
uh, one day. So then, talking about fishing, it seems like, uh, I mean, I still think that the best fishing in the, in Europe, maybe not the world, I don't know about that, is Knez on uh, Knez Mahailova in Belgrade. Okay. Because you have this uh, coming together of the main street and a, uh, uh, like a main square there as well. Uh, and it's very busy as well. Because it's warmer there, people are walking around even late at night. But anyway, we're in Warsaw. So you have different places to fish here. Um, one place we didn't go to though is a potential is Hard Rock Cafe. Outside, because yeah, it's outside of Lossy. There's a potential there, definitely. Yeah. You can sit there, order beers. I mean, one thing is great about Warsaw coming from London is that you pay about 250 to three pounds for a regular beer. Maybe three fifty to four pounds for like a really good craft beer, yeah. compared to your standard seven pounds, seven pound fifty, or something in London for the same thing. And uh, anyway, so different places to fish. You've got, I mean, there's tons of them around here. On Camilna, you've got, you can sit a bit further back. There's Hoppiness. There's the uh, Cafe Nero, which is just next to DK Max. You've got Hopito, which is one of my favourites. Yeah, I would say, uh, I would yeah. say Hopito, Hoppiness. Um, but actually, realistically, I would say uh, on was it Nob Nobby Street? Yeah, I don't yeah. Know if that's right, but yeah. um, I think I would say most bars are on that street. Mm. Um, so I would say you you could basically sit on that street uh, every evening. Obviously, like Sundays are a bit quieter. Yeah. But I would say you know we've gone for, we've gone for beers every fucking night. Yeah, I think I've and I think the minimum beers that I had in one day was three or four. Oh mate, it's been it's been heavy. It's been but, a heavy one, yeah. But but I think I've been in like a in a calorie so, uh, maintenance the whole time. I've ended up doing something like 30k steps minimum each day. Yeah, yeah, it's probably eating, but then only uh, probably drinking about. 1500 calories of alcohol, yeah. but then just not eating as much. Mm. Yeah, getting a lot of carbs in. A lot of carbs. A lot, a lot of alcohol calories. Well, I would, carb calories well, I would say, uh, I would say it's a very good fishing spot. Yeah. And um, I would say, so, like, sort of talking more about, like, Warsaw itself, mm. um, I think Warsaw is, is very good. Uh, I think one thing that's really nice here, so I would I would refer to Warsaw as almost Bournemouth of England. And the reason, really? the reason I say that okay. is because. It's basically beautiful beach. No, 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 no. It's, uh, Ice creams. No, it's where PUAs go to retire. Punch and Judy shows. It's where PUAs oh. go to retire, basically. And that's what people do in Bournemouth in England. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was at Union Bournemouth, and all it is is pen uh. pen <laughs> pensioners and students. That's it. That's um, true. That's true. So no. So like, I'll say one thing that I really liked here is also like, there's so many other like, like good guys, like day gamers out here. Yeah. So yeah. you know, every night we've been out with like, oh, know, we, met, like Roy Walker, yeah, uh, like, Mr. White, Crowds. I mean, it's been beers most evenings. Yeah, it's good. Like, there's a really good community here. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, like that side of it's been. Uh, that that brings really up good. a point. Let's talk about is Warsaw burned? Because every single guy, uh, whenever I bring up Warsaw, they want to say to me, ask me, is it burned? Yeah. Or they want to tell me that they think it's burned. Okay, so. I said it's a hot. In a way, I'd say that's a hard answer question to answer. And the reason I say that is I think we've been very lucky that when I've, when we've come here, there's not actually been many other day gamers. Well, I don't know. I saw we saw well, quite a lot today. Well, there's, there's, in I, I would say there's a lot. Well, like, there's a few, but there's it's not it's not a stupid amount. So like when I've heard stories of people say coming to here in summer, you know they'll go around Sutton Terrace and they'll be <laughs> you know there'll be twenty like day gamers all in the mall. Right? Yeah. But I would say that I'm like I see a few during my session. Yeah. But not masses. And also I would say that's not made a massive 
deal with the reactions of girls when I've been opening them. Mm. But I would say the difference is, so I found in this city there's been a very, very high flake rate. Right, right. I found, I found actually um, inset generating attraction, fine. Um, like number closing, you know, I'm getting a lot of number closes, but I would say actually getting girls out has been like difficult in the city. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and I'm not sure if that's maybe like because it's burnt or, you know, it could be like a game side of it, I don't know. But yeah. I'd love to know, I mean, we never know this, but I'd love to know what goes through girls' minds when they don't respond to a message. Because I'd love to know, it, it's not so much that I want to change it, I just want to know why. I want to know, is it that she liked it in person, but she went home yeah. and thought differently about it? Or is it that she um, she never intended to respond? But I found here, I've also found to have a... Um, I know, do you know what, I haven't had such a high rate of flakiness. But I, I, don't, I haven't been taking nearly as many numbers as I usually would. Yeah. But then again, when I say flakiness, I mean... Uh, is that, yeah, they might respond once or twice very slowly to the messages, but I'd never meet them again. Yeah. Um, here I've been getting tons of boyfriend objections. So, yeah, so uh, I'd say this is, this is the highest amount of boyfriend objections I've had. Hmm. And I would say really, like, when you've been in this game for a while, you can often tell if it's a genuine boyfriend objection yeah. or if it's, uh, like, not. And I would say here I've actually struggled to work out sometimes if it's genuine or oh, if, I, it's, I, if it's not. I, I thought say. it was normally quite genuine. I think, you know, yeah, oftentimes, I think you know, like Mr. H and I have been finding girls who have been married. Yeah, or engaged, well, yeah, so that's, and I can uh, show you the ring. That was going to be my next point. I would say um, that weirdly here, I'm not sure. Uh, I swear I actually read something that this is one of the um, like the girls get uh, married very young here. Oh, like but the I, youngest in yeah, 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 exactly. Ah, but I've okay. noticed that if you go above a, a certain age bracket, let's say 25, mm. majority of the time they are married. Yeah. yeah. Uh, recommendation I'd have for guys is if you're going up to a girl, is to check is um, if she's no well some girls though will wear a ring there as a protection just in case but I would say if she is uh, older than 20 if she looks like she's older than 25 then just have a quick check yeah yeah well it's one thing I'm really bad at is I never check the ring so oh. I actually I actually burn myself out because I approach so many girls who have got a ring and it just get, you know it's a blowout straight away oh. but um, yeah like, like I've never been to a city that's had so many boyfriend objections and so many girls who are married hmm. I think uh, I think the ones I've, I've encountered, uh, they were genuine boyfriend objections. Like it wasn't a kind of like, uh, uh, yeah sure there was maybe 10% of cases where I open her and she's like, oh I have a boyfriend and I'm a bit like, in my head I'm like, it doesn't matter if he's real or not because this girl's just not interested. Yeah. Whereas when it comes, when I'm talking to a girl for three, you know, because the sets with boyfriends where they're not going to cheat on them is normally like kind of constrained it might be two and a half two two and a half minutes and you can always feel like she's holding something back yeah like she's not engaging with the conversation she's not lighting up when you talk to her because realistically like if you're if she finds you attractive and she's available then she's like she should think to herself fuck yeah this is great guys just talking to me i could have a uh, if she wants sex or if she wants a boyfriend or something it's like here we go here's the opportunity so I think let's just talk about the different kinds of girls you can find in Warsaw. Okay, yeah. Because I think that that's quite an interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Me, like me so. and Mr. H are definitely more looking for those experience-driven girls. Yeah. And you're looking for more of those uh, status-driven oh, girls. Oh, I'm, I'm massively, massively status-driven girls. Yeah. I think, and that's just the type. That's yeah. just like whatever your type is. So, so like, so I, I would say for me, this is the best place I've ever been for. Huh. I would say for quality and for volume as well. Yeah. So, like I said, we got a. Uh, 
a, a gang of kids with their suitcases coming home. But yeah, I, I would say that uh, it, I'm so I'm so impressed with the volume and the mm. quality of the women here. Oh, how many? I think I think you could do 15 sets a day. I, every day without actually having to e be really like working that hard and not even working that yeah. hard I, I, I was thinking this earlier if you came out early and stayed out late you I think you could really get in as many sets as your heart desires to be honest True. You know, I if, think you, if you weren't um, the only limiting factor is your, is, your, is your alcohol is your energy is your energy is the energy yeah like I said it's uh, I think the girls here uh, so I've not done many jaunts I was in Riga not too long ago mm. like Riga stunning women but I would say here is a different level and here the volume is just like you know there's so so many good looking girls here and so consistent it's really uh, and certainly if you go to slightly Tomasi as well yeah. then yeah. So that, that was the thing, uh, like for, for us, me and Mr. H, when we were doing our sessions, like we would walk up to the entrance of uh, Zlossi and then just turn around. Because yeah. I find, uh, I mean, at least for me, if I'm inside a mall, I feel higher spotlight effect for me and for her. I feel like she's probably already been approached by some guys while she's in there. I would, I was only approaching at the end off of IOIs in Zlossi. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd just think, eh, it's, it's not going to happen here. So that, that's another point I would say is I think if you're a, um, say you're a guy who's a beginner and I think you need to get your SMV to a certain point before coming here mm. because I think you won't, you, you won't reap the benefits of Warsaw. Mm. I think a lot of the girls here are very like, uh, like you said, like status driven say. Uh -huh. So I think you need to have a certain baseline SMV for you to be able to um, take advantage here. That's because exactly. I think otherwise you're not going to get, Maybe, get you, Would you say? So, would you say baseline SMV or would you say a certain archetype? I think I think bit, I think both. I think okay. uh, I think a certain baseline. Um, when you're saying SMV, are you talking about having a certain amount of money or a certain no like, no certain, like a um, expensive clothing or something? I would, no, I would say just a certain yeah certain, certain level uh, to an extent, but I would say just like general SMV. Uh, I would say a certain level of attractiveness as well. Like okay. take care of yourself. Your Oh yeah, um, but I think those are that's I mean, like, yeah, take care I mean, of yourself. Ob ob yeah, obviously, it's, like it's this is something that applies to like all of game, like no matter where you are. Yeah. But I think uh, certainly in Warsaw, the girls are very like they really take care of themselves. Ah, they're, yeah. they're status-driven girls, so I think you need to be of a certain level to. I think you uh, achieve. I, so I um, I understand what you're saying. I mean, I personally I would say like I disagree with the words in saying like I think you have to take care of yourself in a certain way as well. You need to look like. The kind of guy she could date. That's what I mean. So, like, you need you also need to be a certain archetype. I would say. Okay. Okay. Fair. Okay. Um, so, I I think if you're going for more of the experience-driven girls, you're probably going to do more sets on uh, Marzhakovska. Yeah. That and I prefer that street myself because it has two metro stations at either end, where there's uh, so the the volume is refreshing all the time. Whereas what I don't like about Zlotti is that it's a contained circuit. Yeah. Um, and also, do you know what? I reckon that. I could do everything here again I would probably follow a certain schedule where I would get up at about 10 a.m. and then at 11 a.m. I would do a little bit of a circuit of the centrum area so not just the uh, Kamilna Marzhakovska bit I just go around the edges yeah so there's a north side and a south side which people don't often go to and uh, even though there's not there's not high volume there at all the thing is that there's no spotlight effect also at all so the girl can the girls there can feel stay safe talking to you without thinking okay someone is going to see me talking to this guy maybe you'll get some uh, more standard IOIs compared to the little slyer wise we were talking about 
but I would say that the standard level of girls here, like the general average, is so high that even mm. if you went to surrounding streets, yeah, you'd have no issue. Like obviously the volume's not going to be there that you can just sort of, you know, True. approach and approach. But I'd no. say you could easily snipe a lot of girls on surrounding streets. Yeah, I would say. So uh, actually, let's just talk about. Uh, we've got so much to say here, actually. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, accommodations. Well, so, where, where, where I'm staying, you mean? Or? No, you don't have to say exactly where you're staying, but how much, say, were you paying per night? Um, I was paying, for, I'm paying £42 a night. Okay, and you are in, near to Novi? So I'm, li I'm just off Novi. By the way, we're here in uh, early October, so it gives you, this is just a point I was, no, it's a uh, separate point we were talking about earlier, about the boyfriend objections, is that we're here in October, maybe the girls have their winter boyfriends already sorted out. Maybe if we were to do the same trip after Christmas by the same distance as we are before it, then uh, we might end up be finding like there's not as many boyfriend objections because the girls are just oh they got they kind of got tired of that boy that winter guy and now they're up for a, a new guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've always found myself to seem to be best in spring. Yeah, well, yeah, most yeah most people find it. Yeah. Uh, so, Mr. H, where are you staying, or like how much are you paying? I'm paying between 50 and 60 uh, a night, mm. and I'm living quite central. Yeah, so. yeah, very centrally. And do you, do you have your own apartment, or is it shared? Uh, my own apartment. Ah, okay. Yeah. okay, okay. And I'm staying next to Novi, but I'm in a shared apartment, and it's about 20 or 25 pounds a night. Um, one thing I was thinking, because we were talking about what I change about my trip here, is, uh, is it possible that the, having the shared apartment it's in a shared apartment with, and all of the rest of the apartments in the block are also Airbnbs, so it, it's not it, with the landlord. Because I came in, I saw yours, and it felt more, like more like student accommodation. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just like a student. It, for anyone who's gone to university in the UK, it's literally just like student accommodation. Yeah, so it's uh, your own room. without without an ensuite. Yeah, you, know, you have a shared kitchen, bathroom, your own room. I think uh, because sleep and rest and everything is so important on these. Yeah, like you have to, even though. You might get to 4pm and you've had enough coffee that you feel like you're good. It might be that you don't have that baseline drive, like lust for life, that you would have if you had a really good sleep, that you would if you had your own nice apartment. Yeah. Um, so it kind of depends how much you want to spend. I'm going to be on a budget, uh, a tighter budget than, say, Mr. H or Mr. Bright. You know, um, so for me, getting the £20 a night, £25 a night thing's really good. But if I was still in my old job, then I'd be like, oh, okay, fine, whatever, I'll just pay for it. Yeah, Go yeah. for the 40, 50 pounds a night thing and uh, have that luxury. And I would also say, like, talking about uh, logistics, yeah. I would say that, and I'm sure many guys know this, but having close logistics, I think, is very important. What, what? Um, so, to give an example, yeah. uh, like when I was with the Chubster the other night, um, the like, Chub Chub, the Chub Chub, she, um, she said uh, when I tried to bounce her, she was like, oh, yeah, but is your place close? <laughs> oh, did I was, she? Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. And I said, uh, well, yeah, thankfully. So I said, it's only a flip oh, so literally there. Did you ever find out? So before that date, she had said to, to Charlie, uh, uh, how about this other bar? Did you ever ask her about that other bar? What do you mean? Well, oh, I was, no, no, I was no, wondering no. if she suggested that because that was really close to hers. No, I think, um, to be honest, I think she was just up for getting really drunk. So she like suggested ah. a place where um, it was cheaper. It's che no, not cheaper, but it's not on Novi Street. It's more. Uh, I think it's more where like locals go. Oh, okay. And I think if I'd let her, I think she it would have been. Uh, she wanted to go out, get really drunk, and then you know, four drunk. hours later we might have gone home. Ah, okay. But obviously I knew that you were all at the pub. I just wanted to get the job done. Get the <laughs> so <laughs> so she was like, oh, we'll, we'll go to uh, we'll go to this place. 
And I said, I was like, well, that's, that sounds good. I said, we'll go to that shop bar. I said, but, uh, you know, I've got drinks of mine. Let's, uh, let's go there. All right, yeah, that sounds good. And then that's, that's what we did. Nice. Um, but like I said, uh, going back to that point, it's more that she stipulated that, oh, it's your place, you know, I hope it's, it's your place close. Oh, yeah. they all, no, but they, when I do bounce pass, they all, not always, but I would say four out of five times they ask that. Yeah. They're like, you say to them, because girls will always look for one way to save face. They'll always say things like, Okay, I'm not going to stay for long. Don't expect anything. Nothing's going to happen. Whatever. But they may also say something like, "Yeah, do you live far away?" Almost as if they could be the one being like, "Yes, I approve of this because it's close. It's convenient." Of course, we deniability. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm thinking uh, we went to a bar that was just south of Centrum. It was really nice. Yeah. And so I'm thinking next time I'm here, I'm going to start looking at kind of like you have Centrum area. It's like a rectangle. The, the, lot, the bit below that so I'm going to have a look next time I'm coming to see if I can stay there because even though in the past I've normally got girls to meet me at a, a central location and then I've walked them to the first venue these days I'm a little bit lazier and I just say oh meet me at this bar and I send the location and then that way I turn up five minutes early I get the good seats yeah. I get a drink and I sit down and I just look at my phone and when they turn up it's uh, it's like oh there you are okay now get the date started yeah yeah. Uh, I've got a question. Please. So, um, what, <laughs> what do you think this place would be like for beginners? Uh, it'll have great volume. You probably get a lot. Of, I think you get a lot of blowouts. Yeah. Because I think that, or you, you know, polite blowouts. I mean, what is a blowout even? You know, is a blowout only when she doesn't talk to you at all and goes around you and leaves, or is a blowout when she only talks to you for ten seconds and say, "Oh, I'm in a rush and goes," or oh, "I'm in a, a relationship," or oh, "I don't speak English and goes." So it's good for testing your persistence, learning more persistence at the start of the set. Yeah. Um, so for beginners, surely yeah, yeah, because the volume is high, and that's what beginners need is they need lots of opportunities to learn, and then also lots of opportunities to just get lucky, in in the literal sense and in the metaphorical, like as people say, get lucky sense. Yeah. Because uh, uh, like we had uh, Mr. The other Mr. H who came um, got a notch, and uh, it's amazing when you come on a trip and you get that feeling of getting the oh, you notch. Think if it's his first Eurojoint and he's got a notch in his first Eurojoint, so yeah. that's always, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good Good for him, good for him. Um, so yeah, why, what do you think? Um, Mr. H, we haven't had enough yet. Yeah. Do you think it's a good place for beginners? You're no. not, you yourself, you're not a beginner. You're like a lower intermediate, I would say. Yeah, lower intermediate, yeah. Yeah, but what, what do you think about Warsaw for beginners? Perfect for beginners. Explain, have, explain why. <laughs> you have a uh, lot of volume. Uh -huh. uh, you can have longer sets. Yep. You can practice uh, your storytelling skills, your opening skills. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just uh, collect uh, reference experience. That's a good point. Yep. Positive and reference experience. Yeah. I think one other thing as well is it's so Warsaw is so conveniently set up. Uh, you can get off your. I reckon you. Because if you get off the plane, you could be in the centre of Warsaw within an hour. You can get a cab, it's nice and cheap. You turn up. Flights are very cheap. Flights are cheap. You've got everywhere speed. Everywhere they have some level of English to uh, serve you in the restaurants and everything. Yeah. It doesn't have the same feeling of. Uh, I think that. Um, right. I think if you go to somewhere like Serbia, you need to have your own level of like internal dominance. And the, the people there, they recognise it, they pick up on it. But if you turn up in Serbia and you're a bit naive and innocent, you're just going to have the, 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 meta, the 
figurative shit beaten out of you. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, here. It's like a nice, warm, comforting kind of place. No, it's just I think you might uh, you might disagree at this point. Mm. One thing I found it's actually a... with the girls in Poland is uh, I think they've got quite good banter. Huh. Okay. So look, which I thought you might disagree, <laughs> I thought you might disagree with, but um, I've noticed when I've gone in and I've started teasing and joking. Yeah. Actually, like the girls like reciprocate that that teasing, and they uh, mm. even if they say they're not interested. But like they, you'll have like a good set where you're like, like joking with each other. Yeah. Um, which compared to say like, like I said when I went to Riga, much more of the cold uh, like Russian minute essentially. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. I found I find the opposite. I thought that for example in Riga, the and Serbia, I thought the girls have better sense of humour. Yes. Or different. No, yeah, okay. So it's I'd, not uh, better. I disagree. Yeah. Disagree. It's not. Sorry. It's not better. It's just different. I think in uh, in um, in. Serbia, it's more of a dark sense of humour, so they pick up on it. If they can sense that you have that thing as well, then uh, Mr. Charlie Bright is casually blowing vape smoke oh, in no, my no, face. Yeah, yeah, I'm an addict. That's a that's an alpha move. <laughs> did you do that on the date? I should yeah. blow it all in her face. <laughs> I'll blow this in your face, then you have to blow me. <laughs> um, and then I thought in Riga that they had more of a ironic sense of humour, maybe? A bit more, like a modern, memeable sense of humour. Yeah. It's like really strange to explain it, but uh, I think in in, uh, in Riga they were better at like playing along with roleplay, for example. Okay. Or uh, being a bit silly, or just going along with it. See, I'm not sure I agree. I think I've actually found that more here, for me, personally. Okay. Yeah. I found, I found that when I've uh, like started to tease, yeah. the girls like tease back and it becomes more of like a back and forth. Oh. Do you want to give us one of your teasers? Huh? Do you want to give us one of your teasers? I don't think I've got a specific example. They're normally uh, pretty shit, to be honest. But, oh, no, um, no, it doesn't matter. You know, I would never pay to see my sets of stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> right, so what would you say as a tease that you might say? Mate, I don't have a, I don't have a specific tease. I normally just look at what they're wearing and I just. Oh, okay. Oh, right. what, 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 uh, what about that girl over there who's got like leather jacket and leather trousers on? Oh, I'll just say something like she looks like she should be at a fucking rock concert or some shitty tease. Oh, I think, okay, okay. But I again, I, I think it's uh, it's not actually what you say; it's how you say it. That's um, true. And one thing I've like certainly like with my game recently, but what I've tried to change is I'm generally quite a jokey person. Uh-huh. But I found that that made my uh, my flake rate really high. Okay. Whereas I find actually if you go less entertainer jokey mm. and you go more slow, sexual, dominant, I found my flake rate really started to reduce. Okay. So I would say like tips for guys who are beginning is to, you need to, obviously you need to be able to stack and do the teasing side of it, but I think a lot of guys miss the seduction side of it mm. and miss that uh, masculine polarity, I yeah. would say. I think, if anything, in my sets, I'm probably going too far into that kind of seductive side. Well, like masculine, like a seductive. No, no, I don't want to say, oh, I'm too masculine for you. No, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'm probably coming in with too, like, too sexual a voice, too low a voice. No, but then I think yeah. you said you said that worked for you. So uh, I remember, like, you you were saying to me that, um, like, one thing you started to go into set saying was rather than you know the typical, like, you know, as all guys say, oh yeah, you know, you look nice or you look cute. You were yeah, going to be like, true. listen, listen, I think you look really sexy. Oh, yeah, that's one thing to try. Yeah, I actually like you said that started to come off really yeah. well. Well, it's, it's, it's only, you should only say it with girls who you genuinely think that. Yeah. And you have to own it. Like, you have to be, uh, you have to stand by your words. Yeah. So, and I wouldn't just jump straight into it. I'd probably go up to her and say, oh, excuse me, can I just say something? Uh, I know this is uh, it's quite forward for the daytime, but you are really sexy, right? You know that. Yeah. And then 
you have to like give her a strong eye contact. Yeah. Like it's got to be unwavering. I think if it's, if yeah. it's unwavering, and uh, after you told me like that you done that, yeah. I tried in a few sets. I found it came off really well. Well, that, I think it's really important. Uh, not important, but well, sorry. Yes, it is really important to give a compliment which is authentic to the way you feel. So if she looks beautiful, don't just say nice. Say that. Say beautiful, because when you convey that emotion and something you feel, you're talking to her using an emotion so she picks up on it yeah in the same way that if she looks cute don't say and she's really cute don't say really cute say adorable like you're like a little little bunny or something lovely yeah, yeah. Well, you, well you need to be you need to be sort of uh, authentic of what you say because mm. you know a lot of guys will learn like you know they'll watch like Torero videos or you know different guys on YouTube and they'll watch their videos and they'll just copy the lines Mm. But the thing is, if you're just copying a line, but you're not saying, you're not, you know, you're not being genuine with what you're saying. Yeah. Oh. That's... Then it doesn't come off, and the girl can pick up that it's not coming off yeah. like right. Yeah. And you can see they look at you in a way where they're like, you know, you're saying the right words, but not in the right just, way. It's not in the right way. Essentially. Yeah. And what will typically happen is if you learn to perfect, not perfect is if you put together an entire set of these things that you've taken from other people, eventually you get a lot of sets which seem to go okay but at the end she says no for yeah. one reason or another and it's not because the words themselves are wrong it's like you're saying it's like you've, you've only learned the words you've learned how to express the words as a feeling yeah. um, so like one of the teasers a lot of guys use is the Mr. H and I were talking about it earlier so guys will say oh you're walking so slowly it looks like you either smoked some uh, no no sorry did some yoga or smoked did some, some yoga weed you smoked some weed and you, you did an hour meditation session and blah 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 yeah, yeah. and uh, I think that so many girls have heard this now they're just like oh okay yeah. oh these guys and that's why I think it's really important to actually cut out the whole of course the daygame.com stuff was great and it's an, in, it's an integral part of daygame's history but it's been used so many times now that it's lost its effectiveness. It's true, but then like again, like I go back to what I said earlier that I think you need you need training wheels and you need something to um yeah, yeah. Like, to go back on. And I think a lot of like uh, like not giving names or anything, but I think a lot of uh, guys will say you know oh like, you know like they will joke and say oh what what level in the model I am. But I think that is quite important. I think you do need to know the model. You need to know where you are in the model. But yeah, you need to. For, for what, go though? away from the lines after a certain yeah. time and try and be more um, authentic. Okay, I mean, I would even say only beginners. Only guys who haven't had their first day game lay should be using the model really, really strictly. They should be going in and saying saying specifically, okay, like, as in like prescriptive, say this, then this, and this, do this, and this, and this. But I think, I agree, but I also think that you still need to know where you are and know what sort of line you need to take. Depending okay. on where you are in the set, I would uh -huh. say. That's true, yeah. That's, I mean, like, uh, on a um, theory perspective, I'd say that it's like calibration. Well, it, is cali it is calibration. Mm. It is calibration. And I think uh, with advanced guys, is that, probably like yourself, is that oh. you, you, yeah, like, Flattery will get you know, everywhere. That's in, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're my SDL. Um, but I think you need, I need, you need to, um, yeah, I think advanced guys sort of really like go away from the model, but I think that's because it's internal. Like, okay, yeah. Um, okay, right. So this 30-minute podcast has been going on for 50 minutes now. Okay. Which tells it's just like there's so much to talk about in Warsaw. We talked about the girls. We talked about accommodation. Prices, by the way, pretty good. I'd pretty say, good. like we were saying, so that anywhere from 250 for a cheap beer up to four pounds yeah. for a and good beers. Oh yeah, good beer. But that's what I like. It's like even Juviet, Juviet, which is like a local beer, is a, a good one. 
decent, does, does well. Yeah, it's nice. Um, or you've got these nice, and also so many craft beer places. If you go from Camille in on Camilna, you've got Hoppiness, Hoppito. Uh, the place right now called Camilna Art Pub has their own beer, which is nice. There's Pinter, which is a brewery, which is really great. Uh, which has, it's like Brewdog in London. Their Brewdog bars, it's like a Pinter bar. Yeah. Then there's a uh, there's also Cupplaying uh, Cafe or something. If you search this K U P L E, you'll find it. It's like Cupplaying Cafe or something like that. That's great, and we fished outside there a lot. But they were the source of two very strong hangovers because given that you can get real nice like sort of six six and a half percent beer and so if you're, yeah if you're used to drinking four and a half percent beer think about how like for every two of those six and a half percent yeah, beers, it's like having time. three exactly yeah uh and it's just heavier because it's hitting your system faster as well it's more concentrated but it tastes really good yeah i really i think what really effed me up was the uh 8% Weizenbock beer. Oh, it was it's like a dark, yeah, yeah. dark wheat beer. It, it was, it was nice really nice. Though. It was nice, yeah. Honestly, mate, I reckon when I've not been hit in the streets, I've been pissed for this whole journey, to be honest. So, yeah, oh, that's what I was going to say earlier. If I, if I was to do this all again, or any other time I was here, what I'd probably do is uh, my schedule would be get up at 10. Not get as drunk? No, of course I would. I'd still get as drunk. <laughs> uh, wake up at 10, and then I'd start at 11, and then I'd go through till 2 o'clock. Then I'd have a little break for an hour. Then yeah. I'd do like three till no four till seven. Yeah, so I, I was think. gonna say that's another point to say. I think um, like if guys uh, plan to come here, uh, the four till six period is a really is really, really good time. Yeah, yeah. I mean so. before that, it's not quiet, but it's quieter. It's quieter. And uh, there's and still also, volume. There's still volume, yeah. but if what? you really want to get uh, high volume mm. 4 to 6 oh, is uh, another really another fishing point i didn't mention is you could you could go to the costa or the cafe nero that's near the university yeah have a coffee and sit outside and wait for right, prefer the problem i found with girls going into the university was that they often come off of the bus as a herd so you can't get them unless there's like a straggler on the end on the edge there's an injured gazelle on the end then yeah. um, you pounce uh, otherwise, you're looking at the ones coming out of the university, yeah. And you can just sit there, get IOIs, or just go after the ones you like. It's pretty good. Uh, I mean, I found uh, I always think the best street is Mozhikovska, and that apart from that, uh, Novi is then the busiest street at night if you're fishing. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Okay, let's finish up, uh, Mr. H. How many thumbs up out of two would you give Warsaw? Out of two? Yes. Two. Uh, Charlie Bright. Oh mate, I would I would say this is uh, my favourite place that I've been to. You said it was your favourite place in the world. In the world, <laughs> mate. I reckon uh, slightly Tarasi is probably. Uh, I reckon that's that's what I imagine heaven to be like. So, uh. <laughs> I'm gonna give I'm gonna give uh, one thumbs up out of two. Because you can have you can have no thumbs up or you can have both thumbs down. Okay. So why 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 would you say that? Uh, only because I think the, type, the girls here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. It's not the type. I think as a city, it's it's very status driven. Yeah, but whereas a bit it, of me personally. But fuck, bit of me. Bit status of me, girl, bit of, bit of me. Um, whereas I think uh, Riga, uh, Prague, and uh, Belgrade are, are more experience driven. Yeah. I would say that the Riga and Prague one is because you have the, the tourists for the old town, and I think that in Belgrade, I mean, like, I'm not, I'm I'm Jeff. Generalizing here, but I think they just have less things going on in their life in Belgrade, and so the girls are like bored, and they something's going to happen to them. It's a fun experience for them. Whereas, of course, like you can always see all those girls walking around with that status look, going to uh, certain parts of. Just a second. 
There we go. Going to certain bars to be seen there. But uh, yeah, I think uh, the type of girls, like obviously in Warsaw it's more Slavic, so the girls are more uh, like slim, uh, it's slimmer, basically slimmer. Yeah. It's a different beauty ideal here. Whereas in, in Serbia, the beauty ideal is of having curves, like big boobs, wide hips. Um, so take your poison basically, or pick your poison, whatever it is, go wherever you like. Um, I'll definitely come back to Warsaw again. Oh, I'm there. I'm 100% going to come back to 100%. Warsaw. 100%? So, yeah. Uh, Mr. H? Yeah, 100%. 100%? Only 100%? 150. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Any raise on 150%? Oh, mate, well, I'm, I'm, I reckon uh, potentially end of this year, probably like March, early next year, I will I'll be back. Yeah. Alright, and uh, I'll, I'm definitely going to be back here because I'm going I'm to have coaching at least to come back to. Yeah. Okay, that was uh, the London Day Game Podcast, Season 2, Episode 6, I think, from Warsaw. Over and out.